Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate wickedly smart women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our very special guest, Lori A. Andrus. Lori is the founder of the Crystal Shaman School, a practitioner of crystal shamanism and a soulful traveler. She artfully blends ancient spiritual practices with crystal wisdom to create practical and breakthrough lifestyle applications, supporting individuals in recreating their life. And you may recognize her voice as the VOG, the voice of the goddess at the beginning, the middle, and the end of every episode here on Wickedly Smart Women. And this is actually her third appearance. She is the only guest who has rated more than one appearance. And this is her third appearance on the show because she was directly responsible for making this podcast come into the world. She was directly responsible for holding space for me to go through my angst and my resistance to making it happen. And she has been directly responsible for holding the space for me to continue to stay consistent to be able to get to celebrating today's 100th episode. Welcome, Lori. Making me teary over here. Oh my goodness. Beautiful friend. I am so excited for you to be celebrating 100 episodes. Seriously amazing. I know what it takes to arrive at that place and it takes a lot of commitment who like really a vision, an incredible vision and, and a creative flow. So I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. I'm thrilled to be here again, thrilled to be connecting with you, connecting with your community and all of the listeners here at Wickedly Smart Women. Woo! <laughs> well, today we're going to go, this is not a a traditional interview style that we're going to do today. We're just going to shoot the shit. The <laughs> last time we did a special episode, I think was our 50th or no, the first year anniversary. It was the first year anniversary. So we yeah. did. Yeah. So we did an episode we, for the first we, year anniversary, which was back we, in September. And in September, we actually won the People's Choice Award for the podcast. Within yeah. a year of broadcasting the show, we won the People's Choice Award. So I want to spend some time together today, not me interviewing you or you interviewing me, which is what we did the last time. I just want to shoot the shit. And I want to shoot the shit about a few things. I feel like I want to talk about crystals, interestingly enough, and really how they support us in crystallizing our creations, right? Because that's something that's really down your alley in a big way. And then I also want to talk about creativity and specifically about creating change and being on the other side of actually big change experiences mm -hmm. and what we do when we're like faced with a brand new blank canvas. 
So I don't know where you want to start or, you know, what you want to pick up, but I think those are the three areas I want to talk about today. I want to talk about crystals. I want to talk about creativity and change. And change. Yeah. Yeah. The three yeah. big C's. Three big C's. It's perfect. I feel like um, whenever we get together and have conversation, it's like we're always tracking into the same topics and the same themes. And they're, it seems like they're always showing up in our lives at the same time. I guess, you know, it's funny because those three C's <laughs> have been highlighted in my own life recently. And I think, you know, and on this path of, you know, spiritual change and growth and evolution and the spiritual lifestyle, it just is an ongoing thing. So um, how perfect that we're going to play there today. So, yeah, yeah I want to talk about, I think I want to go backwards. I want to start with change. I want to talk about creativity from there. And then I want to talk about crystals. Ooh, so, awesome. so we are right now in this moment in time. I mean, let's be real. Change is always happening, right? Change mm -hmm. is always happening. Whether we want to accept that or not, change is always happening. There are, however, punctuated moments in the time-space continuum where significant change is happening at such a level that you have to be literally hiding under a rock, a crystal, <laughs> to not be aware, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I really feel like certainly corona has been an incubator for a lot of people that I'm feeling just so strongly that a lot of people have popped open spiritually through this incubator. And now they recognize something significant has changed in their life, but they may be in that space of like deer in the no headlights. Way. What the hell happened <laughs> in here, right? So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about your own experiences with that, mm. whether it was through, through Corona or you know, you and I go way back and we've both experienced significant changes in our lives. I think we were yeah. in a way, you know, waves, there, it goes in these yeah, waves. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what do you want to share about either this particular portal, this punctuated portal, or about that deer in the headlights space, or about yeah. your own, like, first time that happened for you? Yeah. Well, it's funny because I think there's a couple points that are jumping up. And, you know, when you say the first time, I think about my first time, I, it was 2003. I just got married. Um, my husband and I had a big old Catholic wedding at the Catholic, you know, the cathedral here in Green Bay. And um, at the same time, my body was going through some illnesses, some autoimmune illnesses. And shortly after that, I was introduced to Reiki and everything in my life, it was between October and Christmas, everything in my life, it was like, it just kind of flipped upside down. I had a picture in my mind. We get married. We, we have this house. We're going to have children. We're going to have, you know, it was like all the traditional things that I pictured we would do. And all of a sudden I had this awakening experience where I realized I have, I have choice to experience life differently. And some of the health things I was experiencing have to do with other stuff. And so there was this big, you know, kind of like, what do I do? And, and fortunately, you know, my husband was very supportive in open space and so was my family, but that's not always the circumstance for everyone. And I think, you know, back then, this was 2003, there weren't Facebook groups, there, there wasn't social media, there wasn't place to, you know, kind of group up like we have now, which is such a gift. 
I think it was such a different time. And so that's, you know, kind of one of the first things that pops in my thoughts. But then, you know, I, I go into this place of, you know, what happens now, right now, as we're having this massive collective change. And I think, you know, the thing that's happening right now is, you know, it was way weird back then for me to do what I did. But right now, it is still way weird. And even though I've been doing it for 18 years and 17 years, and I think right now, the weird is still normal. It's like it's kind of become more normal and weird has become more like commonplace and accepted and understood. And and weird is not so weird. <laughs> so if you're in that but place it's still of weird. awakening, it but is, it's right? Weird. For those people who, who have not yeah. been, you know, who are suddenly awakening, it is still yes, weird. Yeah. It is. No. And know that there are so many people who are awakening with you right now. And I think this like massive wave of awakening that's happening is powerful right now. It's really powerful. And I think this opening up to who are we really is that kind of core question. And I think even, I, you know, I, I know for you, Angel, you've gone through many, I, I call this for myself, incarnations of self and incarnations of my work and incarnations of what I'm doing in the world. Even as we awaken and we step onto our path and we, we embrace the uniquenesses, you know, of who we are, we continue to do that. We continue to find it. And I think, you know, I, I think you, as I, I it, we've had such a long journey together. I've seen your incarnations. You've seen many of mine, but, you know, I'd be curious for you to share some of your weird incarnations. Yeah. Well, so I want to go right back changes. to my, my awakening as well, because yeah. back in 2001 is when mine was. So I was about mm -hmm. two years before you, but we're, we were in that wave, right? Yeah. We were in that wave, the millennium, the change of the millennium wave. There was a you know, kind of period of time during that time frame. And at the time I was, you know, the wife, the kid, the dog, the white house, the chain, you know, the, not the chain mail, but the uh, chain link fence, <laughs> you know, the chain link fence, not the chain mail. That was another incarnation. <laughs> um, and I had a spiritual awakening in a yoga class where literally I was a real estate developer. I was the national chairperson for my trade association. I was representing one in eight homeowners in the country. I was consulting to the World Bank and the U.S. Agency for International Development. I was building 51 single family houses, 56 apartments in an office building. I was working crazy freaking hours and I was having catastrophe after catastrophe in my life that ultimately ended up popping me open, right? Popping me yeah. open. And I had my first, my first spiritual awakening. So once you had your first spiritual awakening, <laughs> first of all, let me affirm you, let me affirm you all, because we are in a time now where there's exponentially more support than there was then. And I will underscore that for me, when I had my spiritual awakening, it happened in a yoga class. And so I did have that very tenuous thread of community back then that actually allowed me to affirm my own experience mm -hmm. that allowed me to affirm I wasn't crazy that allowed me to affirm that I did not need to put myself in a mental hospital or get myself on to pharmaceutical, um, you know, psychiatric medication. Had I not had that affirmation, 
I most definitely would have because I was very, you know, very left brained, very conditioned to the societal quote unquote norms. I would definitely have put myself into psychiatric help based yeah. on the experience that I had where literally, I, you know, I, my third eye burst open. I was seeing everybody like they were golden white orbs of light. And everything got turned on. Everything got turned on that, you know, now in retrospect, it's like, oh, that was a spiritual awakening. Bam. <laughs> but, you know, in the moment, uh, not only was I deer in the headlights, but I had serious questions that arose about my sanity, serious yeah. questions that arose about my sanity. So we're already at the break already. Ooh. So Ooh. this does go quick, but <laughs> I want to take quick. a moment right now to say to all of you, if you are in that deer in the headlights moment of spiritual awakening now, for me, it's 20 years later, for you, it's 18 years later, let us be the affirmation. Let us just be the embodiment for you of the affirmation that yes, you are having a spiritual awakening. Yes, you are not crazy. Yes, you are not only awakening your consciousness, but you're also awakening your birthright, your inherent gifts. Yes. And yes, there is support and community and mentorship that can help you to not only accept, but to anchor in your new realization and ultimately grow into another awakening and another awakening and another awakening until you reach a point where you begin to stand in your power like we are and pay it forward. So with that, we're going to take a quick break. And I'm going to say, Wickedly Smart Women, we could use your help. If you are enjoying the show and want us to stay on the air, please Make a donation at wickedlysmartwomen.com. Notice I am modeling asking for money because that's one of the things that happens when you get awake is you're like, what the heck am I going to do for money? So you learn how to create new things. And we'll talk about creativity on the back half of this. And you learn how to ask for money and accept it with joy. So certainly feel free to consider making a donation if we have affirmed you and excited you and possibly assisted you in your awakening here. Uh, we'd also love to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends, anyone that you think might be benefiting from our content. And certainly feel free to share with your men friends and your transgender friends if you think someone can benefit from this content. I want to thank all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are now welcoming thousands and thousands of downloads from all over the world. I used to say thousands. Now I can say thousands and thousands. <laughs> so that's pretty exciting. Isn't that fun to say? It's <laughs> yeah. very exciting to say that. Yeah. And uh, we are now at 68 countries. So Woo! that's pretty exciting as well. I want to shout out today to our listeners in Wisconsin, which is where my dear Lori is. And yeah. I also want want to shout out to our listeners in Mongolia. It's probably as cold in Mongolia as it is in Wisconsin, Tanzania, the United Republic of Tanzania, and Kyrgyzstan, which actually back in the day when I was consulting for the USAID, we were helping the people in Kyrgyzstan and Armenia and Uzbekistan to uh, privatize the public housing when the Russian Federation came apart. So there's a little spiraling back to the old days. All right, we will be right back with Lori Andrus. 
The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by The Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by women in transition, women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your wealthy life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Lori A. Andrus. You can actually connect directly with her at crystalshamanschool.com. And when you get there, you're going to find all kinds of ways that you can receive her brilliance and connect with the Crystal Kingdom in powerful as well as sweet and gentle ways because the crystals are here to support us. So we talked a lot about change on the front half. Creativity is that yeah, creativity's next. next. Creativity's right. next. And and Ooh. we can weave in how the crystals help with the creativity. Yeah. I think we can weave with this one. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. To so, me, they're like so interconnected. They totally are. I, I think they are for you too. I think we both, I think this is one of those like places where we both kind of were initiated and, and found ourselves really finding expression in the world. And I think that's with crystals and creativity being that we both had jewelry lines at some point. Yeah. So creating healing and transformational pieces of jewelry. So yeah, that's where I got started. That is exactly <laughs> where I got started was creating transformational healing pieces of jewelry. But yeah. what I want to talk about here is I want to talk about the sacredness of our mm-hmm. creative power. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about a how crystals can support us in anchoring in that. But I also want to talk about how valuable it is to be willing to create without and to crystallize like literally that's what's happening when we're creating we're actually crystallizing we're actualizing in reality whatever it is whether it's a painting or a piece of jewelry or a book or an offer like crystal shaman school or whatever we are anchoring into this real world something that came from the imaginal realm and so i want to talk about the importance of the devotion to the creativity taking precedence over the devotion to the creation. Yeah. So what do you have to say about that, Lori? I feel like I need to let that phrase land within me. Holy moly. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because, you know, I was raised with a family of very creative individuals and um, crafters and uh, inspiration came from things that were seen outside and then recreated, adapted, modified and stuff like that. And I feel like when I started working with the crystals, they opened up something within. It didn't, it was more about going within and discovering what wants to be created from within and listening to the inner wisdom, the inner voice, making something because it served a deeper, like soul calling type of purpose. And that has a very different energy. And I think 
right now, you know, I think going back to the topic of change a little bit and, and bringing that forward, I think we are in such a place where we're being invited to bring creativity along with that experience of change and how can we be creative in the process of change and allowing that to be expressed. So I guess that's the the first piece that comes forward for me, yeah. <laughs> probably more as we yeah. keep going. So I like to actually acknowledge my creative power. And now I've discreated and recreated, discreated and recreated, discreated and recreated my life multiple times and find that it is about this going within rather than about manufacturing something. So I think this speaks to we are also at this turning point of the eons, right? The ages. We came up in the industrial age, but we came up at the very telltale end of the industrial age. And I believe we're at the dawn of the creative age. So let's talk about how you practice honoring your inner world, how you practice honoring your creative power, and what, if anything, you're aware of that may keep you trapped in staying attached to the creation rather than in devotion to the creative power. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. I think, you know, one of the things that I was hearing as you were opening this part of the conversation was that it is a practice. Mm -hmm. It's creativity is a practice. And I think I want to speak to the piece of, you know, we spoke to the piece of just being awakened and how that sometimes we feel like the deer in the headlights. And I think with creativity, there are a lot of individuals and some of you listening may be feeling this like, hey, I'm not creative. I don't know. I this This doesn't apply to me. Oh, heck yeah, you are creative. You, by being human, are just, you are creative. And creativity is an innate part of being a woman, of being human and being alive and being able to recognize the power, as you said, Angel, of our creativity and our capacity to create with power is really important. I think looking at the ways that creativity lives in our day-to-day -day lives in subtle ways from creating meals to the ways that we organize our, our coffee table or the ways that we put things away or don't put things away or the ways that we you know organize our day. All of that requires creative elements. It requires us to access the creative side of our brain. And as we begin to make that dance into just acknowledging that as a creative act, we begin to see the more subtle ways that we, we are creative and we bring creativity in all ways. Now, I love to go really big and, and get super, super creative and do big projects and stuff like that. But last year, I, I set out on with a project of painting crystals. And I had no intention of where that was going, just needed to paint them, just knew I needed to paint them paint, 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 <laughs> just follow the color, follow the, the process and see what opened up within myself, what opened up within what the project wanted to show, share, be, if it wanted to be anything. And through, like I would say, until it was all done and even after it was hung on the wall, I still wasn't sure what it was going to be. It was, a pro it was part of allowing creative energy to just flow. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's the key word right there is allowance. 
just mm-hmm. allowance yeah. and saying yes to the v- vibration coming through you, saying yes to the flow coming through you, creating the time, like creating the time and right. space and saying yes to the muse, whatever the muse, like last year I did the flow codes and I just was like, yeah. okay, I'm doing the flow codes. It's happening right now. And without any attachment, like allowing without attachment. Right. So we have a couple minutes left and and your allowance without attachment last year was painting crystals. Mm. So I'd love to hear how you employ the crystals and I'll share how I employ the crystals. When I am working in creating my life, I work with crystals to support me in shedding things that don't serve anymore and in energizing things that I want to create, experiences I want to create. And I I ask them to anchor that. When I'm working with crystals in my business, it's really about energizing the vibrational field of my business to create, you know, what I'm called, how I'm called to serve. And when it's a project, I can get more specific. So right now I have a grid on the floor that I set up specifically for a card deck project, which Mm. is not coming into fruition, which is fine by me because all kinds of other things are coming as a result of having set that grid up with the initial intention that it was going to be a card deck. So. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things that I hear when you you talk about having the grid set up, it's, it reminds me of that acknowledgement of setting space for the creativity to flow, like creating that space and designating that creativity is going to flow. And with it, it may not be what we think we're going to create, but something else comes, you know, like what is really the space, what the space is really being held for, which sometimes we do not know. <laughs> Until we hold the space, um, it shows up and, and life happens in really beautiful ways. You know, I think the thing that I was hearing as you were speaking about how do I work with them, I think there's a couple ways that I look at it. And one is that I they are anchors for intention, anchors for visioning, whether that's through a grid, through an altar, through the stones that are in my medicine bundle. And then there's also the piece of, you know, working more specifically with them as allies for, you know, different things that are unfolding in my life um, and being more present here in the physical world. And I think, you know, very often um, when people connect with crystals and stones, they think about the energy of like connection with spirit, like, oh my gosh, it opens me up, but it opens you up so you can more wholly land here on earth and be more fully present in physical form, in physical body. Crystals know what it is to have an intimate relationship with the earth. And they're inviting us into that relationship as well. And um, if we can pause and step back and just allow ourselves the space to really experience the earth and the, the incredible nature that it is, uh, it, it that in itself will open up our creative flow as well. So exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, beautiful. Yeah. We are already at the end. So awesome. Celebrating a hundredth episode. Woo-hoo! Yay. <laughs> Yay. And what an oh, amazing my. conversation. I love you so much. Thank you so much. Right back at you. Here. Listeners, Thank we do you. love feedback. Let us know what you thought of our celebratory hundredth show by calling into our listener line. We'll have that in the show notes for you or certainly sending questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman.
Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.